1: And welcome to the twenty sixth episode. I think it's best to stop counting. Now. I think we're, I think we're are we legitimate enough to stop we have, counting?
2: We, I mean, <laughs> we have enough people listening to these that we're okay. I'll take
1: twenty six. I we're think done. We have we have enough people that want to that want to ask us questions. Yeah, that we're at that point now. We have
2: questions now. <laughs> Keep sending them in because we do pay attention for the most part and we answer them.
1: We we do. We have actually a
2: lot of questions today. Yeah. Um, so one which I finally don't know the answer to so <laughs> um, I didn't start really following Cal basketball until they returned
1: to Haas, that which is, was 1999. Um, let's start. Let's start with the 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 big news today. Cal is back in the top 25. Yeah. We are number 25. <laughs> we should be 22 at least. <laughs> I think we should be above SMU realistically. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, I, technically, since SMU won't be in yeah. March Madness, no. we're 24. Yeah. I, but I think – isn't Louisville ranked a little too? R- yes, yes. Louisville's so 23. 20, 23. We should be 23. So
2: unlike – Here's here's the deal. Unlike Larry Brown, we don't quit. Nope. And unlike Rick Pitino, we don't finish early. Nope. If you get that reference, yes. then I'm sorry. <laughs> Still, got to be the worst part of those court proceedings he had for extortion. That no.
1: was bad. No. Um, that that was the big news that came yeah. out today. I, I mean, it's not big news because they they refresh uh, the top twenty five rankings every single week, but. Yeah.
2: I mean the other big news is that the bear and the revenant got robbed on Best Actor. Oh. But much like our bears, he was undefeated at home. Oh, the poor bear. Yeah. The poor the poor bear. I I mean, he did get to beat the crap out of Leo. He
1: did. He hated that uh, Romeo and Juliet movie. Just did not just did not get enough credit. No. He just how many years is he gonna have to wait? I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows when the next movie will will be with the bear and uh And an actor who hasn't won for 21 years.
2: Yeah. I mean, first Grizzly Man and now this. (laughs) (laughs) I advise you not to watch
1: Grizzly Man. (laughs) It's a little gristly. All right, let's get into this. Yeah, let's go. We got a lot to talk about today. Um, This was surprisingly going to be a very uh, informative podcast. Yeah. Um, But let's start football. Woo, football. A little, little bit of football. Uh, news came out this week, actually uh, I think a few days ago, uh, of a potential quarterback coming back and playing for us. Um, yeah. News: uh, Darius Allensworth, cornerback yes. for the Bears, uh, tweeted out uh, on the 26th of February. Shout out to at Zach Klein QB coming back and killing the workout his first time back.
2: Yeah.
1: A lot have been has been read into this tweet. Um, mind games. <laughs> mind games. Is this mind games 101? Is he mind
2: take- <laughs> games? Are you talking like Jerry Jones now? Uh, uh sort of. <laughs> Tony Romo was gonna be our quarterback for the next five to six years. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> uh, there's some other people do that, but that's the, not no, important they, right yeah. now. <laughs> what do you? What do you? How do you feel about this? Uh, that w- it would be interesting. I liked how Zach Klein played. I think that he wasn't the greatest fit for this offense mm. when he came in. I thought that. So I was still working there, so I saw every single quarterback rep that they took at the time, and Goff at the time, even though he's a freshman, he just had it. He made every single play look easy. Yeah. And Klein had the bigger arm, obviously, and, but he was more suited to Tedford's pro-style offense. Mm-hmm. Though I do contend if, he had, if they had thrown him in after half the year of Maynard's struggles in 2012, then Jeff Tedford would have lasted another year at least. Yeah, I mean—
1: it's a better quarterback for the job. You look at—you you, you, know, everyone makes the comparison between how Klein was and how Goff ended up. Yeah. But you look at how they came in. Klein's from Danville. He's a local kid, four-star. He star. loves
2: Cal to death. Yeah, four-star. I star. Mean, he came,
1: he's coming back here to graduate, literally. Exactly. So a four-star, dual-threat quarterback, f- local kid, compared to another four-star, Marin County, local quarterback, you know, so— Both lifelong Cal fans. Yeah, I mean— I can't – you can't get mad at both – however the situation worked out because they both – both of them loved Cal to death. They wanted to be the starting quarterback at this school. I don't
2: think Zach Klein would have wanted to leave unless he Mm -hmm. absolutely had to and he felt that he did. And I'm pretty sure the coaching
1: staff didn't want him to go, but – I mean, they did the best thing for the kid, right? It was, was, hey, we know he's going to be our quarterback. We would love you to stay.
2: But but you're going to have more opportunity elsewhere, elsewhere, and that's what you want. Yeah.
1: So So he tried to go the Aaron Rodgers route, and that
2: mm -hmm. didn't quite work out for him. But, you know, the reverse Aaron Rodgers, I should say.
1: Yeah. I mean, so I'm I'm torn about this. Um, Personally, if he does... I don't—you I know what, realistically, for the for the first thing, I don't even know how uh, the reinstatement process would work about this. Would he have to sit a year? Like, is he—because he, technically he's coming back from—he's coming from a JC, so— Well, he's coming back from Indiana State, actually. Okay, so it is a D1 school, but would he have to stay? Would well, they D2, gra- but yeah. Yeah, would it be a graduate student—like, tra- I'm— I, I think I it would be a graduate transfer. Because he would graduate from our school yeah, he, this he summer graduates or the spring.
2: He graduates in the spring. If he can get into grad school at Berkeley, then maybe he could play here, but I don't think that's gonna happen. Yeah. But if it does, we have a guy who sorta of knows the offense at least. I mean Forrest knows the offense, Powers knows the offense. Our other guys are Verston and Rubens are the whole nine yards, whatnot. Yeah. So we'll see. I I still think Forrest is – Forrest or Gilliam going to be the starter come
1: day one of the season, but we'll see. Yeah. It's uh, it's intriguing to say the least. Yeah. It's very intriguing to say the least. Um, Plus, see, a lot of the guys like him there. Yeah. So, it's good. Yeah. Um, beyond that, NFL Combine. Yeah. Just happened. I think the last part is actually happening right now mm-hmm. um, today. Yeah, Rich Eisen's running his 40 and uh, – <laughs>
2: I think he um, he does it now for St. Jude's Children's Hospital. So. Oh, he does? Okay. Yeah, so send your donations his way if you want to do that.
1: Yeah. I'm a big fan of Eisen and Madoch. Uh, yeah. I, I I like the two guys. They're very... The NFL Network guys are all good. Yeah, they're... I just... Yeah. I enjoy
2: listening to... They had some competition on on the day of the Super Bowl with uh, all the panelists on their... Uh, Mike, The team of Michael Irvin and Steve Mariucci cheated their way to victory, <laughs> which I appreciate. So it, they're very entertaining to watch. And Deion Sanders and uh, yeah. Marshall Fall. Yep, yep. Just all these great players. Did you have a
1: chance to watch any of the Combine stuff this past uh, week?
2: you watch the little highlights? Bits and, pieces, bits and pieces, much like everybody else. It's, it's difficult just to sit there and yeah, say, it's hey, not I'm going to watch this guy run a 40-yard dash. Even though the one dude... Uh, I think the defensive tackle from Mississippi State. Oh, had no. his, uh He had his junk fall out of his shorts. He ended the day with the sack. Ugh. And my friends and I had a whole bunch of lines. I can't remember what they were.
1: Yeah, it's just you make the football and the phallic symbol jokes. He's got the tools just...
2: to attack the A-gap.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Real uh, free technique.
1: Uh, May
2: more of a five. <laughs> That's...
1: Yeah. Beyond the, Be um, the pale. Then let's let's go back and let's let's do a little recap of our guys. Let's start with the first one, yeah. Daniel Lasko. He is athletic as hell. Oh my goodness, he surprised. I think basically every single he scout was, that was he's there. He tops in
2: broad jump and vertical leap, right? Yeah, he tied.
1: He was he was tied for first in the vertical leap for all prospects, not just in the running back group, yeah. from the DBs to everyone. I, I, yeah. 41.5 inches. Which is
2: equal to the vertical of two-time slam dunk champion Zach Levine. Yep. That's impressive. <laughs> and Lasco isn't really a guy that jumped all that often. No, he didn't. But that just shows his
1: explosiveness sure, in his legs.
2: I'm pretty sure he got injured jumping over <laughs> someone.
1: And I believe in the broad jump he jumped uh, uh It was 11, 11 feet
2: 3 inches, yeah. which is pretty much across this room.
1: Yeah. That's – I mean, we're about – you and I – are in the six one the six two three range. Thereabouts. Yeah. Um, it's a, it's I mean, realistically it's about two of us except one head. That's yeah. that's pretty much what it is. You decapitated me, then yeah. you know, we could stack up <laughs> yeah, to do it. Yeah. So. That's an incredible length to jump standing still. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Some good legs, good power scouts can watch his tape and see that he's very good at breaking tackles they can watch that one ninety two yard reception touchdown oh, yeah. against colorado to see that hey this guy bounces off of arm tackles yeah. without <laughs> even any effort so pick him up i could see him going a fifth or sixth round someone who needs a running back like say seattle yeah yeah that would be a good fit for him and he could Reassume the mantle that Marshawn Lynch left for him. Yeah. Take up the new stable that uh, he's the last uh, Ron Gould running back, really.
1: That's right, because Ron Gould did recruit him and taught him for, I think, one year?
2: Yeah, yeah, or let's see, he was class of 2015. He was class of 2011 for recruiting. Oh, for recruiting. So, yeah. Had him for two years. That's right. That's right. So, I mean, Calfani kind of counts because. Gold recruited him. That is true. But no, he didn't. He didn't. I don't. He think didn't he get to a, coach him. Yeah, out. he didn't
1: have a chance to coach him. Um, I wonder if we
2: could we need to interview Coach Gold one of these days. That would be. That'd fun. That'd be a good interview. Because be we good. could. We could totally get him too.
1: Yeah, and we could talk about. Yeah. the... Oh, God. There's too many things to talk about.
2: Their director of operations is also a Cal guy. Yeah. Their athletic director worked at Cal, and it's Coach Gould's wife. Maybe we'll so,
1: maybe we'll shoot him an email up at, up at Davis. Yeah. I'll,
2: we'll see. We'll see
1: we'll what see we can what do. See what we can
2: do. Even if it's just for something written, that'd yeah, be that'd nice. That'd be really
1: cool. Just to talk about all the success that yeah. they've had. The next, and then the following day, uh, the wide receivers. Uh, Kenny Lawler. Uh, the he age, did all right. He did all, he all right. I mean, great. I mean, but the, he it wasn't it wasn't for him to show he's, off. His he's kind of solidified. System. Yeah,
2: to be honest, you can watch his tape and go wow at every other play. Yeah, I mean because he makes
1: all the complicated plays. I think he'll be drafted on day two. Yeah, um, he'll but, he'll go
2: third, fourth round. I
1: yeah. want to say. But Trevor Davis, yeah, he's fast. He showed up. Um I'm. I mean, I watched the highlight reel of Trevor Davis at the combine. Yeah. Oh dear God. Um, He was third overall in wide receivers in the 40-yard dash, I believe. Mm -hmm. Uh, He caught every single ball... He was second in a couple other things too. Yeah, um, but that I don't know what drill you call that where you stand on the you stand on the sideline and you do like a one eighty pivot and you catch three balls and then you run down. It's a little. It's I think it's the gauntlet drill. Is it the gauntlet drill? Yeah. And then you run all, along boom a number. Boom boom. boom yeah, yeah, and you run along the number line and you catch one on your left, your right, your your left again, and then you curl out and you run towards the all the way into the yeah. touchdown. So. But I mean that that drill—you could see his feet just twisting, turning, twisting, turning. Yeah. Just, it, Some good training yeah. that they've had done. I know. I think Lawler was
2: actually second in that one. Yeah. I mean, but his he played well, and uh, Anderson had a good showing for tight did. ends. He did. He's not exactly the traditional tight end, but no. since teams are moving more towards that, I hate using this guy's name, but Aaron Hernandez style, yeah. even without you know the. Well, I mean, a
1: a guy that's not like, I think, more in the Steven Anderson mold is more like a guy like Tim Wright. Yeah, maybe uh, Gary Barnage. Yeah. yeah. There we go. Yeah. If he adds more weight, he could be like a Jordan Cameron down the middle. But, I mean. But not a Cameron Jordan because those are two different people, people.
2: (laughs) They get them mixed up all the time and it pisses both of them (laughs) off. Uh,
1: But, yeah, I mean, that was that. Um, And then also, of course, the final date, Mr. Jared Goff.
2: Um, he made all the throws. Mm-hmm. Did all he needed to do. There mm-hmm. were questions about hand size, which is bullshit. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's it's dumb.
1: Uh, I, I here's my thought on this. It's blown out of purport. It's it, it was way blown beyond what it needed to yes. be. But I do understand why it is a it is measured and why they do take okay. that into consideration. Um, they talk about the fumbles, the ball security, especially playing in the cold in the north and all that, especially yeah. with the Cleveland Browns. So I do understand why they look at it and why they they take to it. But so what you're saying is Jared Goff,
2: welcome to Jerry World. <laughs> I hope so. I I, um, I can see that happening because the report was he kind of didn't do well in his interview with Cleveland officials. Yeah, that's the
1: that was tweeted out today. He ta- um,
2: <laughs> he's a smart guy. Tanked uh, <laughs> his chances to go to Cleveland.
1: <laughs> I think I think uh, our editor, Avi, tweeted that out, right? Yeah. He said uh, he's hustling and doing he can and not go to Cleveland.
2: I mean, there's that whole exchange in a train wreck. I mean, because... like...
1: Oh.
2: To, why haven't you visited me in Cleveland? Well, I don't know. I'm just having a... used what? to visit me all the time in Miami.
1: What's the difference between Cleveland and oh, Miami? No, nothing. It's very family-friendly. <laughs> Got the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. That was a good. That, that that conversation is probably one of
2: my favorite LeBron should have gotten Best Supporting Actor <laughs> over the dude from Bridge of Spies. Because uh, I, I saw Bridge of Spies. It, I watched it with my girlfriend's family, and I fell asleep <laughs> for two-thirds of the movie. I did not miss a single thing. Well, it's pretty obvious what happens. It's yeah. it, The premise is pretty obvious. They release the spies on the <laughs> bridge. Some other stuff. And Tom Hanks does Tom Hanks things.
1: Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I... You know, I actually, I actually got up on Saturday to watch the the quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Um, Wentz is good. I will w- say that he he's is very good. He is he is very good. The only he's he's still raw in yeah. the level of talent. I think that's the question mark most people have. Right? Is the level of talent? I world. think
2: if like, you're good, you're good. It's a Flacco situation all over again. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, not but even higher pick. Roethl- Roethlisberger too. I mean, Miami
2: at yeah. Ohio. Not. I mean, they're both picked in the twenties though. Yeah, and Roethlisberger he. He proved it pretty much right away. Too. I'm
1: sure if there was another quarterback in this draft, Wentz wouldn't be be considered this high. I think he yeah. would be in that in that teen to twenties range. Mm-hmm. It's just the fact of quality quarterbacks in this draft compared to yeah it's people that him need and
2: it. at the top. Exactly. And there's that second tier of Paxton Lynch,
1: Connor Hackenberg, Cook. Connor Cook. Yeah. And uh, God, who's the other
2: guy? There's another guy that I. Can't and then
1: remember. you know they also talked about that that. That batch afterwards, right, with the Kessler's and the the Hogan's. the Hogan's and the the I don't know if Trayvon Boykin counts, but and the Dak Prescotts, yeah. Um, so I mean, uh,
2: and the Cardale Joneses, yes, the Cardale Joneses didn't come here to play Combine. Apparently, <laughs> he pulled a hammy in his second forty, which I have done before, so I can't really give him too much crap. Yeah.
1: The only thing, so I, the, the reason I brought this up, that I, the reason I watched it, and um, is because. When Goff was uh doing one of the drills they had um Mayock and Eisen were interviewing Urban Meyer and uh, they were talking to him about and then it just happened to be Goff and he go and they were they were like so what do you think about that what do you think about Jared Goff Urban Meyer goes he's a great quarterback um we played him my uh his freshman year mm-hmm. um he was very very good um delivered yeah um and he's he was very well coached. Uh, Dykes did a phenomenal job out there in California, mm-hmm. and I mean, I'm a fan of Urban Meyer, Realistically, uh, I mean, I, I've, I've heard some from the Ohio
2: State video staff that were at that game in Berkeley. They did not have the highest opinion of him,
1: but <laughs> as, as I think just he a, knows his crap as just a, a third a third party who doesn't know any of the inside details and mm-hmm. liked his coaching style at Florida. Yeah. Um, I mean, for him to say that about a quarterback that he's faced in the program mm-hmm. out here at West, eh, I mean, props. Um, knows talent. Yeah, but this
2: hand size thing, way, uh, out of way out of control. I'm pretty sure they measure from like thumb to pinky, right?
1: Yeah. His, it's like however, however hard, uh, like however you can, however long you can stretch. Yeah. Uh, we we should actually do this to see. I know how
2: big my hands are. Mine are like made. Minor, less than eight. Less so, than eight. So it's so, another
1: inch wide in terms of just... Yeah, he is he
2: is about an inch and a half on my hand size.
1: I, just, I don't know why. So
2: heck. And I can throw a football just fine. Yeah. So he should be able to throw it even better than I can. It's not going to be a problem. Yeah,
1: I don't think it is. Um, when it comes down to it, a football player, it's a football player. Yeah. That's just how it is. It'll be fine. Yeah. Um, off of football now. Yeah. Uh, onto some, onto the sports that are actually happening. Yeah, and fun stuff. Uh, one little anecdote before yeah. before we get into the main other sports part is actually, I mean, some of these sports aren't other sports. They're they're pretty high rev sports yeah. at Cal. But tennis is number one. Oh, women's yeah, tennis, women's tennis is they're, number one in the country, and they're undefeated. Yeah, they had a great uh, comeback victory against Florida the other day. Yeah, which Ivan Rab was at. Yeah. He was tweeting all over the place about it. Um, he's living it up as a yeah. like Cal Bear.
2: He may not have much more
1: time doing that. <laughs> uh, but that being
2: said, Ivan Rav. Yeah. On to basketball. Yeah, he played excellently oh, yesterday. I mean, I mean, everyone
1: did for the most part. Um, so we played the LA schools here yeah. this weekend or this, this past week. We did not make a trip down to LA, sadly, this year. Yeah. Which I think would have been fun. But,
2: but you know. The less we have to go down to LA, the better. I do not <laughs> want to go back to LA again for a while. Uh,
1: but Cal comes out victorious on all bo- mm-hmm. or, or in both games, um, and now we sit stand alone in third in the Pac-12, eleven and five in confidence play, twenty-one and eight overall. Yeah. So, yeah, where do we start on this game? Do you want? Let's start with the UCLA game. Let's just yeah. go in order. I mean, because yeah. we'll talk Let's about see. we'll talk about the USC game because. That was also yesterday, to... and we were both there. Exactly. Uh, so the UCLA game, uh, Calwin seventy-five to sixty-three. Yeah. Um, Jalen Brown five of 10, 16 points, ten rebounds. Uh, Ivan Grab, four of seven, ten points, six rebounds. Uh, Jabari Bird twenty points, three rebounds, five of eight from three. He's he's shooting fifty-eight uh, percent, I think, in the last in the six seven games in 60. February yeah. from the
2: three-point line, and we've. Coincidentally gotten very good.
1: Yeah. Um this game I was actually watching some of the highlights from this game before we started recording our podcast. Uh but I mean, just his confidence, Jabari's confidence when he gets the ball on the wing, whether it's the shoot three or if he sees a guy closing out that yeah. one or two dribble straight pull-up for yeah. that mid-range jumper oh, it's it's disgusting how good it is, yeah,
2: he there were a couple times yesterday where I thought he, he got a little overconfident and forced it. yeah, but when he gets that like three feet of space where no one's guarding him and he launches, it's it's pretty clear that's going in, yeah, he had it a couple times, even with bigger guys coming at him like Yovanovich, he just took the shot and boom, perfect.
1: Yeah. And that's how it's supposed to work, really. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at this going. This was if we we beat this UCLA team, which is they're not bad. They're not bad by any means. I mean, they're not great. They're not, not, not great bad. either. But I mean, you look at look at their scoring lines, right? Bryce Alfred, four of thirteen, two of five from three, yeah. ended with fifteen points. Uh Tony Parker, six eleven ended with fifteen points. The big guy to stop was Isaac Hamilton. Hamilton. Six of fourteen, twelve points. And most of those coming on infuriating floaters. Yeah. And then Thomas Welsh, I mean, he dominated the boards, without a doubt. He had sixteen rebounds to end the night. Right. But he was four of 11 from the field, only nine points. Yeah. We did a tremendous job of just not letting any guy go off.
2: That's the
1: that's the conzo thing. You yeah.
2: don't let their star go off and yeah. you play defense and and that's what he says in the press conference all the time. Yeah. And the players all say that you can't control the can't always side. control shots going in, but you can control how you play defense. Yeah. And that's a
1: really good thing. I, this was the game for me where I, I I fully understood what Konzo means by the whole if everyone buys into the defensive end, the offensive side will just work itself out. Yeah, and they, that's it's it that's exactly they what happened. In. And it's at this point right now it's the team knows every single guy on the team knows his role yeah every single guy on the team knows what he's asked to do and every single guy can play good it's defense exactly too. that's the amazing part I don't I, I don't know what he's done um, like because we don't we won't get access to the practices but how do you I don't I don't understand how you can change a guys I mean physically yes you can work him out as much as possible yeah. you can you can teach him the basics how do you teach a guy to, for his mindset to just turn and just go They've made Jabari on, on that side? They've made Jabari so
2: much of a better defender, too. Yeah. Jordan Matthews. Jordan Matthews has become really good. Sam Singer. <laughs> I mean, Singer's always been good at defense. I mean, but I think he,
1: this year he's taken a He's taken a step he, up, Yeah, he's yeah. taken a step up.
2: He's had the hustle, but now he has more of the vision to do it, I want to say. Yeah. And just the ability to get there. Maybe he's a little faster, too. Yeah.
1: I think— the coolest part for me watching our defense play right now is mm-hmm. the switches on pick and rolls. Yeah, is is outstanding. It's, they don't even need to talk to each other. They know who to go over on and who to go under on. Yeah, sometimes
2: they, they mess it up and that leads yeah. to easy points. Yeah. But for the most part, they play very good pick and roll
1: defense. Very good. I mean, and it, and for personally, I think it gets better as the game goes on. I think mentally yeah. they get stronger and stronger the deeper it goes into a game. Yeah, you know, we we I mean, we did that in the UCLA game. We did that in the USC game. We gave up yeah. a few easy buckets in the first, you know, four or five minutes. Yeah, but, but after that, it was just it was done.
2: It, it took uh, what's his name uh, Hamilton making a bunch of those floaters. That yeah. was the only shot they could get, really. Yeah. And that's that's a tough shot. That's you'll let them have that.
1: Yeah, I right. mean, we still are. I think the number one defense in the country in terms of two point percentage.
2: Yeah, we're at least we we're third the last time I checked. We might be number one again now.
1: Yeah. But I mean, if your defense forces their offense to take shots that you want, not they want, oh, this is going to carry you far. Yeah. Um, and yeah. I well, mean,
2: this
1: this bu- game, this one's fun. This one was fun. I yeah. Mean,
2: before we move on to the USC game, do you want to? Uh, I have decided we have a new recurring thing: Pac-12 coaches as former wrestlers <laughs> or current, really. So, Alfred. Alfred, it's tough i told you one earlier that i think works is that alfred has bounced around from place to place he's been pretty good but no one really likes him so i said hardcore holly (laughs) earlier but that may not be the best one ah god it's tough i have a perfect one for johnny dawkins too when we get to that point where was alfred before ucla Uh, i know einfeld was at
1: fgsu yeah. I just can't remember where Alfred was before this. Uh,
2: Alfred was at Iowa. Was at,
1: he in? okay? And before
2: that, he was at New Mexico. Okay, so he he was at some pretty decent yeah. powerhouse schools. He did well at some decent programs. So he he's been the guy, sort of, at places, but not quite the guy. So
1: I guess for me, the the image that comes up after you say that sentence is a Brock Lesnar. Yeah, but Brock Lesnar went is, to the end. He went to the he went to the USC. Was the guy kind of not really? Brock Lesnar is pretty universally loved right now. That is true. You see, that's what I'm. That's what uh, I'm saying. There's there's, there's when you
2: when you take an announcer from behind the announce table and F five (laughs) him. One of the best things I've ever seen in person too, but I just can't think of
1: anybody in particular. I don't have
2: anyone better than Hardcore Holly, really. Yeah, (laughs) also known as Sparky Plug. Back th- in the new generation era. No, I think he's there. I think I think you're right. Yeah. I think you might be
1: right. Um, yeah, I
2: have a good one for Enfield too. Yeah. So we'll um, get to we'll, that we'll later. We'll get to
1: that one. Um yeah, I mean there were there were there was nothing like in terms of, you know, red lights going off in this UCLA game. So yeah. There were a couple times where it got close, but just turned on the Jets afterwards. No, no. I mean this
2: game a, couple, a dunk by Ivan kinda.
1: Yeah, we led thirty three twenty five at the half, and then we outscored them forty two to thirty eight in the second. It got and
2: close. It got to fifty nine fifty five at one point, but they just kind of went after that.
1: Yeah, I mean, just this stat alone: UCLA led for zero point zero zero. Cal led for thirty nine forty two. The game was tied for eighteen seconds, which I'm assuming is is <laughs> the zero zero or the two two to yeah.
2: the first. I think Jalen made a
1: had a bucket. Yeah. Um, Score tied, zero times. Lead change, zero times. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much does it.
2: And then on to the USC Cal game uh, from yesterday.
1: I don't know if we should even call this a USC Cal game. It should just be Tyrone Wallace's testimonial match. Yeah, the senior day.
2: So Tyrone Wallace, he he had a pretty good game. He went six for 11, 12 points, five rebounds, six assists. I mean, that's what you want from yeah. our point and guard. one huge dunk. Like, huge over Jovanovic. I don't know what it is with Cal players dunking over foreigners <laughs> this year. <laughs> Trying to get them sent back to Eastern Europe.
1: Shaftanar and Jovanovic. Yeah. No Dutch people in. <laughs> let me let me ask you this. I mean, I, I was sitting in Section 9 um, with the other Golden Blocks guys behind the, the bench. Yeah. So I saw a Tyrone run baseline and jump up, and then the hand cocked back. And then yeah. I, I just went, oh, oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no, and slam, and then he hits the ground. I didn't think it was going to happen. <laughs> what was the view from Meteor-O? I mean, the angle was a little different, so
2: I'm wondering. You you could you see that Ivanovich wasn't exactly centered on him. He kind of so shifted he, past him. He, he kind of like, decided, you know what, I'm going to make it look like I'm giving an effort, <laughs> but I don't think I can stop this, and I don't want to get hurt. So He kind of drifted
1: past Ty yeah. from the, re- the from the replays. He, just, though, so. he
2: jumped the wrong way, and yeah. Ty just went up and slammed it down hard and I pretty sure I said oh shit <laughs> And there were multiple plays like that during the game, no. Yeah. There are at least three or four where you just had to vocalize how incredible they were.
1: Yeah. I mean, let's let's talk about that for a second. We were talking yeah. about this before the show. For me, the the other one was Jabari's reverse double clutch and one layup. Yeah, that, that's he, a long that's a long
2: sentence for one move. But that's he exactly hung what he did. in
1: the air for a long time. I mean, personally, I thought looking at the review, if he put both hands up and reached back, he could have dunked oh, it down totally. But he went for the the like the Kobe esque, you know, yeah. reverse double clutch, one handed with the left hand off the glass. Yeah. Um, He's His athleticism is very underrated, vastly underrated at this point. There there
2: you go. That's what I was looking for. He's not quite the explosive player as Jalen, but he can jump with the best of them. Yeah. When he gets the opportunity,
1: he's just great. Yeah. Any other very like, whoa moments for you? Well, there's
2: obviously the Jalen Brown sprint at the end of the half
1: 3.8 seconds. Yeah.
2: I watched the highlight over and over and over again.
1: This morning it was a mix of both Jalen Brown's explosive athleticism and at the same time USC's. Uh, uh-uh, I'm not. I'm not touching him that time. You can't stop that unless you foul him. Yeah, and I think their mentality was. It looked. I mean, for let's me, it looked like let's just not foul. I think that you know, was let's their try mentality. Try block
2: the shot and go into yeah. halftime because yeah. we're already down by twelve. But he just boom <laughs> bolts across the thing faster than I've seen it. He's six seven or six eight, right? Yeah. He just goes and gets it and switches from right hand to left hand midair. Gets the easy layup, uh, his, finishes off the half. His touch around the basket is just impressive yeah. going at that speed. Yeah, he did. He hit that one right in front of Steve Kerr. Yeah, he did. So Kerr's got to be like, ah, oh, crap, now I have to figure out how to guard this guy. <laughs> I'll Draymond beat him up in the locker room after the
1: game or something. Um, Nick spike his coffee. <laughs> Talking about Nick Kerr. I mean, this was senior night, right? So so
2: seniors. Nick Kerr, who's a graduate transfer. Brendan Glapian. Who hasn't really played much at all. Yep. He was awarded a scholarship earlier this season. I didn't know he was a senior. Yeah, but, I mean, he only played two
1: years. Maybe he's a walk-on. Yeah, because he came from University of Seattle. Yeah. Um, So, I mean... Props to the guy. He he worked his butt off. Yeah,
2: they um, all work yeah. very hard. Just
1: in practice. Fail, we people don't People fail it. to realize like how much guys at the end of the bench work just as hard yeah. as the guys who who get forty minutes of game time every night. Um and this yeah. was this was the perfect way. I mean, you blow out a, a a Pac-12 team and you get to the point where you can send in all those seniors that yeah. are sitting at the end of the bench on their final home game night. And mm-hmm. Kerr hit that three in the corner, and the stadium went nuts. Yeah. And oh, then wow. Glapian actually got the assist on that one, which yeah. was even nicer. Yeah. I mean, Glapian had some handles. Yeah. I mean, he, no, had some, he's, he had some nice crossovers and then backed right up. I, I was impressed. A lot of guys who are lefties on our bench, I realized. Yeah. Glapien, Kerr, Chaka. Yeah.
2: Um, Roman Davis, when he becomes available. Yes. That that's one of the big things that uh, a few of the guys talked about in the press conference was how good Roman Davis has gotten in the past year. So I mean, we've
1: that to look forward to. He's a project, yeah. which I mean he was a project when we brought him in, we're still working on him, but who knows. He'll be fine. Yeah. Um, but the the feeling around the stadium as soon as as soon as we knew we won it and Ty exits the game for the final time. I think about two minutes left to play, I think it was. Thereabouts. Um, Just the emotion uh, running through the stadium. I mean, um, I'm writing like a long, long post about Ty's four years here. But Mm -hmm. just the ups and downs that that kid went through while he was here, right? Mm -hmm. Drafted as a swingman by Montgomery. Comes in freshman year. They go to the NCAA tournament. Lose... To a Syracuse team, which I fully believe they could have beat. Oh, totally. They were, that was um, just a bad shooting performance. Yeah. That
2: was a Richard Solomon playing the game of his life, too. Yeah.
1: Um, and there was just, I mean, Alan Crab shooting those threes, Steph yeah. Curry-esque threes um, in that game, too. But, I mean, just nothing else held up. So there was that. And then, you know, plays that horrendous year and um, Mike Montgomery's uh, final year here. Yeah. And then just coaching change gets asked to play point guard, switches yeah. to a brand new position,
2: which he does well. Admittedly, with some hiccups and some comments on yeah. him being a bit too, him being a bit too ball dominant. Yeah, and then which he,
1: I can see, but he's still your best option on exactly. most plays. And then you know, last year, you know, nothing. It's just a, a total down year, um, and then you know going into this year the whole draft whether he's leaving whether he's coming back yep. decides his, to stay to play with some great talent also his family loss i think that losing his grandfather and yeah. his his promise to his grandfather to get his degree i think that was a big yeah. deal so yeah. to deal with all of that and with the pressure of this season with the incoming talent alone like i mean what better way to send off a guy who who legit put his heart and soul into yeah. this program over 4 years i i,
2: mean, I remember at least several times I, one of my friends is down in medical school and uh, at uh, whatever school it is, Irvine. <laughs> one of those, I don't remember half the time, but there's a couple times where he's missed games over the past couple of years, and I've, I've been texting him, and it's like, Ty Wallace is for real. He's got everything. Hopefully he goes to the Lakers <laughs> so you can root for him.
1: Yeah, I'm... I'm I mean, I don't think we... I I think the Lakers may pick Jalen Brown. Yeah, yeah, at this rate. um, He fits into what they want. Yeah. Currently, we don't need Ty Wallace type with with Russell and with Clarkson. Yeah, I could see Wallace going to the
2: Warriors and being just a defensive Mm -hmm. guy off the bench, Mm -hmm. maybe Um, in the same role that Sean Livingston is right now. If Livingston doesn't come back, even the whole... I, I think Livingston's been best backup point guard in the
1: league yeah i mean we we will talk about his draft stuff uh in a little bit just yeah. because we got some questions about it but to wrap up this usc game i mean this was an emphatic way to go out 17 and oh, eighteen 18 and 0? 18 and now 18 this was 17 and no going into this game 19 straight wins at home mm-hmm. 19 straight wins at home 18 and 0 at home It's the first time in program history where we went undefeated at the
2: uh, last time we did was 1960 where we were the national runner-up
1: yeah the so, game against ohio state yeah so so, there's that, um, and just I just mean, a
2: manhandling really.
1: There's just no. I mean, this.
2: There's eight, a point where it was tied twenty six twenty six, and but after that, just <laughs> boom, <laughs> shot off. They went on a uh, and it was an eighteen to four run to end the half, and yeah. never looked back. And then Matthews hit a bunch of threes. Jalen played excellently. Rab hit a bunch of shots. Yeah. you know, everybody contributed.
1: I mean, you look at you look at ESPN, you look at all those places, and then, you know everyone's starting to talk about how this is this Cal team is a scary team to play. Yeah, and they've uh, won. This has been Conzo's mo
2: though that they get hot at the end of the season. Yep, yep.
1: Everybody, That's what
2: happened when he went to the Sweet Sixteen with Tennessee. Yeah, even yep. though they're f- making a petition for his release. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to compare Conzo and the continuance of wrestling people to. Early 1997, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Ugh. Unappreciated at another place and starting to hit a bit of a meteoric rise. So, if he can hit it just right and get to that level, then who knows? Conzo, Ah, Konzo. Uh, Konzo 316 says, I'm bald.
1: You know what? And I'm...
2: still whooped your ass.
1: You know, I mean, the season's over. There's no more games for us to actually see in person here in Berkeley. Yeah. Uh, but... One the one thing beyond the basketball that I'll miss, at mm-hmm. least for the off season, is watching Coach Nicodemus go off on the bench for any yeah. any or all. Crazy we can see place. it on TV though. Yeah, yeah, but just I mean the reaction it's, it's just it's holding awesome. them back. There's it's one awesome. yesterday where uh,
2: what was it? it was Roman Davis? I think it was after some. I think uh, it was after Ty's dunk.
1: It was after Ty's dunk or the J Mat like, three. Yeah, oh, yeah, it was one I'm of the dead. Yeah. Laid back. <laughs> oh man, this team is fun to watch. Yeah, uh, but let us move on. Uh, oh yeah,
2: and and oh, just awesome. end it. Andy yes. Enfield. Yes,
1: known had
2: success elsewhere. Known for his hot wife, he is marvelous Mark Miro, whose wife was Sable, who was obviously a bigger star than he was. <laughs> So, yeah, unless he starts stepping it up soon. That's a pretty good comparison. Yeah. Uh, so the Bears now I think about
1: these things, you know. You do. You really put thought into this.
2: Yeah, I, I have charts.
1: <laughs> you have charts and, like, yarn that yeah. um, strings to... I have, to I tax. have a
2: corkboard. <laughs> strings, tacks.
1: Uh, kind uh, of the X-Files? Oh, oh. Pictures of yourself at a nude beach. It's just It just happened to be there, right? No,
2: no. <laughs> i never been to a new beach. <laughs> Better things in
1: life. Um, but, yeah, so now the Bears head to Arizona this week just to wrap up Pac-12 play. Oh, boy. Uh, Ari- uh, McHale Center against Arizona on Thursday and then ASU on Saturday. Oh, I don't have a wrestler for Sean Miller. No. I hate him too much. <laughs> I can't deny he's a great coach. I just don't like it because he's the coach of Arizona.
2: 20 bucks to anyone who storms their court if we win. <laughs>
1: We're all by Bear. <laughs> but, yes, I mean, I it, it'll be fun, to say the least. It'll it'll be very, very fun. Yeah. Uh, I hope we beat them. I hope we do as well. So, yes, uh, should we move on from that uh, to, yeah. uh, to a little bit of women's basketball? Um, they played Oregon State before the men's game actually mm-hmm. happened, um, and they lost. Yeah. Um, but I don't know if it's a but. uh The Oregon State celebrated their Pac-12 conference, uh, at least a share of the conference win or conference title title. win Yeah, on our court, uh, which was a little weird. But Mm -hmm. at the same time, it wasn't like we were competing for one. Um, It was bound to. It's all right. It was just an off year for us. It's a down
2: year. They don't have the depth right
1: now. Too many injuries. They'll come back. um, And not enough experience, in my opinion, too. I mean, Mm -hmm. just with the Brittany Boyd loss last year and everything like that, it was just it was big. But I will, the, Coach Gottlieb's got this program yeah. in the right direction. It's not
2: like in the past where uh, they had nothing, yeah. where the cupboard was completely bare. Mm-hmm. But
1: they'll, they'll be back. Yeah. Uh, and then from that, we uh, leave on to the baseball. Some baseball. Uh, so Cal is now 5-2 and two on the yeah. season. With a nice home sweep. Of, of Purdue, they're on a four-game win streak. Uh, they, they beat, beat USF, USF last Tuesday, mm-hmm. and then they beat uh, Purdue Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then today we're recording this on Monday, and they're playing uh, the Michigan, Univers- the University of Michigan uh, tonight. But I mean, I was there. Um, you know, just glancing at this, all these stats. I was there the first the first game uh, against Purdue. And that was a toss... Or the starting pitcher was Dalton Jeffries. And let me just read you these stats. Yeah, I think that...
2: Hold on. They're a little mixed up right now.
1: Next to the UCLA game. Yeah. Uh, Let me just read you these stats, all right? Dalton Jeffries, six-inning pitched, two hits, no earned runs, one base on balls, eight strikeouts. Yep, he's really good. (laughs) What? (laughs) I mean, I was sitting in the media box, and about... There's about um, right behind uh, center home plate. Yeah, about five rows down, all filled with scouts. Like as That's soon as really Dal- good. as soon as Dalton Jeffries winds up to throw, you see like fifteen or twenty speed guns go out. Yeah, and they're all t- <laughs> I was like really just for this guy. They,
2: they have a new system in the. Since Cal's getting a little more national attention, they have a whole new system in their uh, box there. Yeah, because you're you're probably in the box on the left side of it, facing the
1: field. Yeah, yeah. But they have a whole computer system all yeah. all on the, the way other on side. the
2: right side. the stuff that operates the scoreboards, which I did, and they have a little sport view system. Yeah, that tracks pitches yeah. and what pitch it is and speed and everything with like a billion cameras. It's really whatnot. cool. It's really cool. it's well done, and. I mean, that we have that information now is mm-hmm. going to get more of our guys noticed.
1: I mean, sitting in Meteor Row, I think, at the baseball game was really fun just because si- I am was sitting next to uh, Ryan Gorski of Scout and BearTerritory.net. Territory, Bear and, you know, Jordan Step, who's the SID for um, a lot of sports. Yeah, you know, a lot <laughs> of sports. But for, for right now, for baseball, he sits in the middle uh, with all the stats stuff and he just, he like calls it out to us. And I think that's the best part about the baseball stuff. He's like, oh, that was. That was Dalton Jeffrey's like 16th K on the season, or mm-hmm. you know Dalton Jeffrey's mm-hmm. career high in, in K's in a game is 10. Like he was just throwing out these stats yeah. for us to write down and take note, and it's it's really fun because there's a lot of talking that goes on around just because it's a baseball game, yeah. right? It's not, it's you don't really have to focus on every single baseball slow, which yeah.
2: is good for some people. I can never play baseball because I have to be, I can barely sit <laughs> sit still for this, <laughs> but. Baseball is slow. It's good for certain people who uh-huh. like that sort of thing. I'm not the biggest fan, but you know what? They played really well and they yeah. played really well. They won ten nothing. Yeah, they won that game. I mean I'm three home runs from Mitchell Cranson, Devin Pearson, Brett
1: Cumberland. The Cumberland one it cleared Did the, it go the track stadium. It went into the track stadium. Yeah. Uh, that was That's great. That was amazing to say the He's least. He's got
2: some power at that, that catcher spot.
1: Yeah, he definitely does. Um, and then, of course, you know, we played another two games. The second one, yeah, not, I mean, a, not as fun. 4-0 um, on Saturday. Yeah, you have uh, Ryan Mason going seven innings strong. He threw, uh, if I remember correctly, he threw ten total strikeouts. Yep. On seven innings pitch, but he had six in the first two. <laughs> oh, God, he struck out the side <laughs> the <first two>? yeah. <laughs> Um Yeah. Damn. So, on six hits, one base on the ball. So... Yeah. Oh, oh hey, I'm. he's that one-two punch of Dalton Jeffries and Ryan Mason is, is pretty outstanding. And yeah. then, of course, Eric Martinez. I mean, one inning pitch, two strikeouts, that's exactly what you want from your yeah. closer. <laughs>
2: I forget. Is he the guy who's got more off-speed stuff, or am I thinking of someone else? I, I may be uh, thinking of uh, Ladretch.
1: You might be. I mean, I wasn't able. I wasn't there when I got when Eric Martinez pitched, so yeah. I wasn't able to see his stuff. Um, but
2: I know they have one reliever who throws great off speed, and that might be LaDresh, who's a starter now. But but Cumberland hitting his second homer in this game. Yep, he's just a talented player.
1: Yeah, uh, I'm. I mean, I was talking to. You know, a little little fun note. I was talking to Ryan Gorsey at on at the Friday game, and then you know we were up like seven to zero. So all the freshman guys and other guys were, were getting uh, some some at bat time. Mm-hmm. This guy named Ripkin Reyes plays third base. Comes up. Huh. His dad apparently played in the majors.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, his, he was a shortstop. He named his son after Cal Ripken.
2: Yeah. That's that is
1: is why his name is Ripken, Ripken Reyes, and I was like, "That's that's pretty cool."
2: I mean, you—it's impossible to live up to that sort of thing. But <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Like I was named after
2: a dude who has over a hundred sacks in the NFL. <laughs> I'm not getting there anytime soon. Um, maybe, maybe in career mode. Uh, no, I play as no, quarterback no. or running back <laughs> in that. I like the ball too much. But Ripken Rays, he's a freshman guy. Yep, yep. This year, he's utility, really. Yep. He played second base in one game, played third in another.
1: So, I mean, Aaron Knapp, who's, who's the leadoff for us in this game in, uh, on Saturday, Kyle won 15 to 5. But yeah. <laughs> five at bats, two runs, three hits, one RBI. I mean, that's, that's basically what you that's want. That's all you want. Yeah, you want just get hits. Just you want your leadoff guy to get on base, yeah.
2: and he can steal bases when he's there too. Yeah, his brother was extraordinary at hitting
1: doubles. Yep, and so he is a, now a catcher with the Phillies at spring training. Nice. Um, he was invited to fall camp, yeah, and that was the best player camp. that I had seen when I watched he their was, games. Yeah, he was good. Yeah, but um, but this team's fun. Yeah. This team's I think a lot more youthful in this aspect. They're a lot yeah. more athletic. Um and they're just a lot better. I think this is this is really like the first or second full
2: recruiting class that uh
1: Esker has Esker
2: has. Yeah. And a lot of there's been a lot of criticism of Esker in the past because he bunts too much yeah, and yeah. everything and yeah, I hate the bunt.
1: Yeah. But He doesn't need to call the bunts if you're hitting home yeah, runs out of the park.
2: If you're smacking the hell out of it, like <laughs> Karis hit a three run homer, yeah. I guess.
1: So, I mean, so good work. <laughs> and, the baseball diamond, no, the Evans diamond is very fun to go to. Yeah. To, I mean, it's. I love the atmosphere. A lot of sunshine, though, so
2: bring a lot of sunscreen.
1: Unless it's a night game, then you want to bring a lot of blankets. Yes. It's really cold. It gets really cold.
2: Bring gloves. Yep. Gloves are a big one. Yep. I always forgot them.
1: Yep. So. Um, and there's, really cold. There's this, uh, ever since last year, there's been this group of, I think, frat guys that come, like five or six guys. Yeah.
2: When they're on and not being... Too insulting.
1: They're funny. Yeah. There's there's a line that they sometimes go for. They sit right behind the opposing bench. Yeah, um, in on they that little grass patch. Hell yeah, out. they do. I know. Last year, some guys when they came, the uh, you know the the visiting team, they had some fun with them. I mean, they, they 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 had a little chit chat. Yeah. Um. You know, they're just laughing it off because they realize. I mean, it's a, it's the home crowd. They're going to heckle a little bit. Uh, <laughs> You're going to um, have to deal with it. <laughs> uh. But yeah, I. This is this is going to be a fun baseball season as well. So we'll. i at this. I, I know it's way too early, but I mean, I th- I think we'll be at the College World Series. I mean, we'll at least make a regional. See in my that opinion. happen.
2: We'll be yeah. regional.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, we made the regional last year too, okay. and but we just got comeback victory against by Texas A&M. So yeah. All right. All right. Then we'll move on to our questions. Oh, moving here. on to questions. Lots and lots of questions. I love these questions. Um, Sam Laird at Sam M or Sam. at Sam CM Laird on Twitter, who is also the uh, senior sports reporter at Mashable, oh, and also a Cal grad, if I remember correctly. Good times. Tweeted at us. Hire Twitter. me. <laughs> I hope he listens to this because I I tweeted this out from our account, and you know he replied with this with this question, but. For me, it read like is is he is he asking just because I tweeted it or is he asking because he actually listens? I think it's too different. I hope he really. Hopefully listens. both. Hopefully both. Uh, but here's his question: How far could Cal have gone 97 if Ed Gray didn't f up his foot? Well, yeah, he had the 48 point
2: game against Washington State.
1: Yep, which is a classic Cal, Cal game to watch. Just where he broke it. Yeah.
2: And honestly, we can probably locate that because they, I'm fairly certain they have archives up there at Cal. And this was, this we'll make a few calls.
1: Yeah. because uh, well, the reason Trey says this is because he also tweeted us saying, also, please do the world of public service and your duty as golden bloggers and locate tape of the 48 point game where he broke it. So, um, I don't know. I don't. I personally, I just don't know what the field of college basketball was in ninety seven. I
2: think we had a good enough team to. I think that we also had Sharif Abdul Rahim, if I'm not mistaken.
1: Yeah, I think he was drafted in ninety seven, ninety eight. I,
2: uh, I guess we'd so. Be, it would be ninety seven yeah. if he was there. He might. It might. He might have gone the year before. But Ed Gray was a just transcendent talent. Yeah. But he. I think we could have gone at least one more round. Yeah. If that. Because they got to the sweet 16 there in uh, Ben Braun's first year. Yeah. So I think they would have had a chance at going one more. Yeah. I'm not sure how much further cuz it's a little beyond my scope of memory. <laughs> but they they were a great team. So they could have done even better than they already did.
1: I hope that answers your question, Sam. I really, I hope so. And I'm sorry,
2: I do not know more about this. I didn't start <laughs> watching again until they moved back to Haas.
1: No, I, I, I didn't start watching the Bears play basketball until 2007, yeah. and then that's when I came to Cal. So, yeah. Um, next up, uh, Nathan Miyasaki, who always sends us emails. I love this mm. guy. Uh, I was wondering which wrestling tag team each of you guys rooted for as kids. A the Hardy Boys, B the Rock and Sock Connection, C the Steiner Brothers, D Too Cool or E the Road Warriors. Okay, I I'm going to go multiple. I love the Hardys, love the Rock
2: and Sock Connection. Who doesn't, really?
1: realistically. Yeah, I don't think there's two
2: main there. eventers who decided to tag up together in the funniest way possible. I remember
1: when that when that happened and they announced that they were going to be a tag team. I I was like, "No yeah. way." No way! I, I went to a Mick Foley's comedy show
2: this past year when I was in San Francisco. I was, it was too late for me to go up and meet him, but uh-huh. I would have. I wanted to say something about that because I loved that when I was a kid, and uh, I didn't really know the Steiner brothers until more recently. I I like Scott Steiner, not a big, just because he's crazy, but apparently he's not the crazy one in real life. And I love everyone. Loves too cool because of the dancing and yep. most and Rikishi. Yeah. And uh, the Road Warriors, a little before my time, but they're good. I'd I'd go A, B, and D in this case.
1: Yeah, I think, I think I'd go in the same direction as well. I mean, yeah, the Road Warriors definitely were before our time, I mean, but but I think I've talked about this on the show where I've or we talked about this. Yeah, afterwards. we've talked about this yeah. afterwards. Uh, but I've actually seen the Road Warriors in person. I I mean I. I grew up overseas, but after they retired, um, and then, you know, they, they had this, uh, turnaround in their life and they became Christian and they were going around, um, had some bad issues with alcoholism. They did. And, uh, so they, after they turned around their life, they went around being basically a motivational speaker Mm -hmm. and they performed, they did a wrestling thing and then they just shared the testimonial stage on, on the wrestling ring. And. Um, me living overseas had just lucked out where they came and visited our school once um, and after school they did this whole thing Mm -hmm. in the gym and had a testimonial and just seeing you know the football shells with the the cones and then the 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 pants with the just the silver like raider-esque silver and black um silver and black catches the children's eye (laughs) that's why i'm a raider fan it does my friend actually has me on tape. Uh, this is really embarrassing. I don't know why I'm sharing this, but my friend has me on tape. Well, we're not showing the tape. Yeah, no, but this is this is beyond what I what was seen, it was what I said. But he has this on tape, and we're at the gym watching the Road Warriors, and I go, man, I want those pants. <laughs> he just <laughs> I don't know I don't know you know why I said yeah. that I, and I, but apparently I did and my my buddy who lives in Philadelphia Kevin rents if you're listening to this I <laughs> good man <laughs> Hope you save the tape He yeah I he probably he has not let me let that die um so thank you for that yeah. thank you for that was a little trip down memory lane yeah, I'm
2: Too cool, I remember, especially because I like the Grandmaster sex glasses (laughs) and the worm that Scotty Tuati did. That's right, the
1: worm. Oh, my goodness. um,
2: If you do want to go back and watch a match, I think it's sometime in 2000 after the Radicals came over from WCW, which would be Perry Saturn, Dean Malenko, Eddie Guerrero, and Chris Benoit. They had a match. It was a 10-man tag match with... uh, Triple H and X Pac and three of the and three of the radicals without Eddie Guerrero because he broke his shoulder against rock and sock connection (laughs) and too cool with Rikishi. Oh. It was just great. I mean it was Cactus Jack instead of Mankind, but they're basically the same. So Um Yeah. Mm -hmm. I I don't I It's like February something. Yeah. Two thousand. 16 years. Okay. Jeez.
1: Thank you for that, Nathan. A little trip down memory alone yeah. uh, for WWE. Uh, and then onto a little, another. So we have a follow up of, I think three basketball questions. So we'll start with this one. Uh, excuse me. <clears throat> uh, this is from Kevin Mo Wong. Uh, and he says, Hey guys, love the number one ranked perfect five star, six person reviewed podcast on all of iTunes. Thank you. Add to our reviews, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> we want number seven. Lucky number
2: seven. I'll take as many as I can.
1: Um, quick question about Konzo, um, About Conzo's next recruiting class. Should we be pretty concerned about the direction of Cal basketball after this year due to Ty's graduation, more than likely NBA drafting of one-and-done Rabin-Brown, and, and the lack of any current commits outside of Tyson Jolly? I haven't heard that anyone is really high on coming to Cal in the 2016 recruiting class. Tell me there's hope with new recruits on the horizon.
2: Well, one thing I think is that we a lot of kids haven't heard if they've gotten into Cal. Yeah. Because that happens late March. So we're gonna see more of it after that.
1: I mean if you look if you look at Rivals, if you look at Scout, if you look at ESPN, doesn't Mm -hmm. doesn't matter which recruiting site you look at. You look at the top one hundred basketball recruits of twenty sixteen. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it looked I mean I took a glance at it, but uh, roughly guessing about eighty five have already signed with the team've already committed and it, it's not just committed it's they've already signed it's solid it's solid yeah. it's done there's no one to go after um, for me personally, I'm looking at our roster and I look at and as he says we we lose tie right yeah we
2: we're losing probably five guys off this roster
1: yeah. But of those five guys, how many are scholarship guys? So Ty's gone, and well, his four schol- of them are scholarship guys. Yeah. So Ty's gone; his scholarship goes to Tyson Jolly. Yes. Um, Ivan and Rab. Yes, those those two more. Right. Rab and Brown. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, Rab and Brown. So those two guys. Yes, we have scholarships that we could probably hand out. Yeah. The last one, which is Galapian. Yeah. But are, is that is that a that's, actual, yeah, it's an actual scholarship. It's an actual scholarship. Okay, so we then that means realistically, we have like as it stands right now, for sure, we have two because yeah. Ivan and Jalen. It's one of those things where it's it's an unstated thing, so yeah. you can't hand out scholarships that aren't really gonna be that might not be available.
2: Yeah, I could see Ivan staying. Yeah. I don't think Jalen would because no. Jalen's
1: far too talented. No. But I'm just thinking, as I think it's a, it's just as a coaching standpoint and everything, you can't start offering kids and then they decide to come here and then Ivan and Jalen say, hey, you know what? Actually, I want to come back. You won't have the scholarships yeah, to you, offer these you kids. You don't so, do that. That's a yeah, terrible thing to do. Exactly. So I think um, to Kevin's point, it's not a matter of they're not recruiting hard this year. It's a matter of there's there's only two they can really give out. One's already gone. So what do you do with that other one that you yeah. take? You can't go all in on a, a, like a four- or five-star recruit, which, yeah. by the way, as I just said, most of them are already gone anyways. yeah. You, you keep that, maybe get another project guy in like Roman Davis who stays yeah. for four years. You want to fill out that bench with these types. But then you look to the future. You look at after next year. You look yeah. at when we're recruiting next year, when Jabari's, when Jabari's a senior, Insurance. when J-Matt's when a senior, and, when uh, – um, when, Singer. When Singer is a senior. That's three you know for sure that will and be. Roger and Roger moutier and Okay, so there's four. You know if these four will be gone because they are graduating. Mm-hmm. Then you have four that you can go after strong, and you can kind of talk to how they probably talk to Ivan and Jalen, saying, hey, yeah. you know, we, we got space for both of you if yeah. you guys want to come. And with an influx of the whole graduate transfers thing.
2: Exactly. We haven't even
1: gotten to that yet. Exactly. So we'll, we'll see. Yeah. So I don't think there's any any hesitation. The people that that are are like ah oh, like we haven't got any big name recruits after last year. Like we might maybe this was just like a one year spurt. No, that doesn't. That's not necessarily how this works. I mean, unless you're like a Kentucky type where you're constantly overturning your roster yeah. and then you're starting five with five star recruits, then 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 you can just keep that cycle going because yeah. you know these guys will go on to the nba next year and you just you know that they're leaving for sure right they're they're never staying beyond two years yeah so you know that's and you just make do with what you have and it's just it's it's i don't i don't want to say it's unfortunate but it's just mm-hmm. it's just how the numbers worked out this year yeah. montgomery's final class that he recruited in, he just he took five guys and yeah. gave scout to five guys and that's just how it worked out and Conzo's—he's just one of those guys where he's not going to cut people or tell them like move on to another university because you know you don't fit my—I didn't recruit you—you you don't fit my program. Yeah, no, we're not. No, he's not that—he's not that type of guy. He's—he's he's he's the embraced. coach that
2: says, "Hey, we're going to work with what we
1: got." Yeah. So that's exactly what they're doing, and so I—I mm-hmm. I don't think this is any anything for for consideration for pause for. Yeah for criticism or, you know, to analyze too deeply into. It's just how the numbers worked out this year. the numbers game. Yeah. So, I mean, who knows? If Ivan and Jalen do end up leaving, then we have two more extra scholarships. Maybe they save those, you know? They just go with maybe one graduate student transfer or two graduate student transfers, and they they save that, and then they add to that, which would give us six scholarships to go after in the 2017 class. That would be insane. Yeah, we'd have depth. We'd have a lot of depth to go. We, we would be able to, to spread out um, our recruiting profile from the top of the list to, to guys that are good, but they, they probably might stay for two or three years. Yeah. So, and you know.
2: always need those guys. I mean, look at Jabari and Jordan. Yep. They're tearing it up. Yep. Yeah. And we, I believe we have one
1: more question. Uh, it's technically a two two part question. All right, lay it on me. Um, so we'll go to the first one. Will Ivan declare for Ivan Rav declare for the NBA draft? We I kind could of touched on
2: this. I could see him doing it, but I don't know. Yeah, I think he should because he'll be a lottery pick. Yeah, but if he wants to stay, I will not stop him.
1: My mentality, and I've always said this with Ivan and Jalen, is I think both of them came to the school knowing that they wanted to finish school. Yeah, like that's. I think that's the end goal for them coming to Cal, regardless of how long their NBA career takes. I think they're always going to come back and finish school. That being said, they'd be fools not to take them on. Exactly. Right um, it's you don't know what's going to happen to you next year. Um, the, the 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 intrigue and the possibility of you being a lottery pick in the NBA, if you know that for sure right now, and that is your dream to play at the next level. There's no reason not to take it right now.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but I mean, also, I mean, I'll, I'll also play one more side on the other side of this is I could see them just saying, I don't, I don't care about that. And I don't care about what the future holds. I like the school. I like where I'm at. I like how I'm developing here. Hmm. I want to fully mature myself. Give myself one more year. You'll be 20, right? Yeah. Give myself one more year to fully mature. And that's still plenty of time to play in the NBA, yeah. you know? go on the leon Post schedule exactly um i
2: mean he technically was there three years no, he took a yeah. red shirt for one but
1: yeah still yeah but just, just go with that route and just say you know what i, I don't care what most how most people go mm-hmm. they took the abnormal route to both come to cal right from the, from the beginning we're mm-hmm. not a powerhouse basketball school so i could legitimately see them going i i want to go to school for one more year i don't want to turn pro yet um and you know, seeing Ivan, you know, go to those tennis games and seeing um, some of those guys go to the baseball games together, you know, hanging out or on yeah. campus and things like that. It's they're not just here for the basketball. No, let's, 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 let's make that clear. They they're really, here for the ambiance and the decor. They really love the school. Yeah. Um. So I, I don't know. Per, that's just my personal thought on them and just how they've how I've seen them talk at at uh, press conferences and yeah. stuff.
2: And the one dude who. They seem kind of angry at the one dude in the press conference yesterday who asked, "Are you guys thinking about going to pro?" And it's way like, too early to start not asking thinking that about question. That. <sighs> There's just some reporters that.
1: Just I mean, but I mean, absolutely. I can understand. I can understand why they asked it. No, because they, 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 they op- have to ask it, but yeah. they sound like jackasses yeah. when they do. But I'm at, I mean, for me personally, it's just you don't have to ask that right now. No. You could easily ask that, you know, just in a weekday press conference, or you can ask that um, after the Pac 12 season is over at the very least. Yeah. Like, there's still two games left in the Pac 12 regular season. If you ask this at, like, let's say the press conference at the Pac 12 tournament, that makes yeah. sense, right? Just there's a, just, it's just gonna be. We've lost a close one to Oregon in the final. Exactly, exactly. Um, but it's, it's, I think it's way too early. Secondly, this is our last question of the day. Yeah. Um, Ty Wallace. Is he an NBA first-rounder? Yes. Uh, We were talking about this earlier. He was a Uh, first-rounder
2: last year, and I think he's a first-rounder this year.
1: Yes. Uh, We were talking about this earlier, and I actually looked up the stat. Uh, So Ty Wallace's career stats so far, 125 games played, 12.5 points per game, 5.2 rebounds per game, 3.3 assists per game.
2: I think that's a little disingenuous to go with the full stats
1: Yeah, because these last two years he's turned it up. That is true. This is true. Um, so let's let's go back. Uh, not the totals, not the – let's say the per 40 minutes. Yeah. All right. Um, so these past two years, in his per uh, – what's it? Per 40 minutes, uh, he's averaging last year 4.5, this year 5.5 assists. Uh, last year, two-point percentage was 44.9. This year is 51.1.
2: He has more help around
1: him, which certainly is helping his case. Exactly. Exactly. His field goal percentage has increased from 42.5 to 45.3 this year. I mean. He's the, gotten a better across the board. He has. He has. And then, so the reason I bring this up is the, the comparison that a lot of people make going into the season was Ty Wallace is this year's version of Dellen Wright. Who was the starting point guard for Utah last and year? And he
2: was the thirtieth pick in the draft. I exactly.
1: believe exactly, exactly. Yes, he was. Uh, he was. I think was he drafted and traded, um, or was he drafted by the Raptors? I, I, I can't think remember. he was
2: drafted by the Raptors. Yeah, because uh, the Warriors didn't have their own pick.
1: Mm-hmm. But let's let's look at let's look at his per forty minute stats. Right, uh, field goal percentage went from fifty six point one in his junior year where he started um, to fifty point nine. His his assisting went from 5.8 to 6.7. His rebounding went from 7.5 to 5.9. His points total went from 17.1 to 17.5. His career, okay, and this, he only played 68 games yeah. for Utah, but 15 points per game, 5.8 rebounds per game, 5.2 assists per game. Yeah,
2: they're, they're pretty even,
1: honestly. Yeah, so – but as we were talking before the show – Dillon Wright was a better three point shooter, yeah, definitely than Ty. But Ty is definitely more athletic, better slasher mm-hmm. in general, just better ball handler, mm-hmm. I want to say, yeah, than than is. So if you look at it that way, if you look at it purely as a number standpoint, there's no reason he wouldn't be a late first rounder, yeah. Um, and you, it's just I think any team that's that I think for the, I say this to everyone is the intrigue of having a point guard who's what is Ty like six four six five bouts. Yeah. Dellen, I think, think Dellen was 6-6. Six, six. Yeah. Um it's just the intrigue of having a tall point guard, mm-hmm. right? Regardless of his athletic ability, it's just what he can do with that height yeah. over the average, you know, point can, guard in the NBA who's like that? the
2: whole Magic Johnson thing. He can exactly. take
1: a rebound, run the floor and make the right pass. Exactly.
2: And that's what you want.
1: Yeah. So I think the intrigue is there. I think some team late, you know, um I mean that's you look at a few years back two two years ago the Spurs took a took a flyer on Kyle Anderson yeah who was basically a a point a pseudo point guard for UCLA yeah his point forward yeah so you look at that and then you look at Toronto who took Dellen Wright and then ended up trading away Grievous Vasquez because they wanted to keep uh, Dellen as their and Grieves Vasquez can't play defense yeah so. Um, so I don't see why not I don't see why some late round team uh, doesn't take a flyer on him. I. Yeah. You know, it would be really cool to see him maybe play with, uh, go to the Spurs or something like that. Yeah. Sit behind maybe Tony Parker, learn from him a yeah, little bit.
2: Maybe sit behind Manu.
1: Yeah, like both lefties, yeah. both slashers. He yeah. could learn a little bit. I mean, yeah. Maybe learn Wallace, how to shoot some threes. Wallace
2: from, does not have the same kind of court vision as Manu, but I think spending time around someone like that will definitely help.
1: Yeah, and also, I mean, playing next to a guy like Ka- Kawhi. Just yeah. means that uh, the defensive pressure is a little bit alleviated on him as yeah. well. So, quite the uh, man. He's a monster. I could say,
2: I could go on for a year about <laughs> how good that guy
1: is. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I think I think he is a first rounder. I granted, he won't be a lottery pick. Um, yeah, no, but
2: a late first he'll rounder. He'll be late, like after twenty five. I exactly. want to
1: say. I think he'll be he'll be on a team that makes. Uh, the semifinals in the conference in both in each conference this year yeah any of the top or the bottom or the I guess top top eight top four teams top top four teams top eight teams yeah one of the two yeah so yeah um, that's my thought yeah I agree yeah Uh, that will wrap it up that will wrap it up today yeah Um, a little preview of next week Mm -hmm. Uh, we have a very special guest coming in next week yeah um, I'm th- I'm Fairly certain this will work out We're
2: hoping if it doesn't We can go break his kneecaps So <laughs>
1: um, but Please yes. don't take that seriously People I, ne- no, no. I
2: don't mean about half of what I say
1: <laughs> Granted they don't see our faces And they can only hear what we say So we
2: Also on an off note Johnny Dawkins is the uh, Brutus the Barber Beefcake of Pac-12 coaches <laughs> He somehow keeps His job No matter what, because he he has someone upstairs that likes him in Brutus the Barber Beefcake. It was Hulk Hogan.
1: Wait, wouldn't that be Lorenzo Romar? (laughs) Uh,
2: No, Romar's test. We went over this one. (laughs) Oh, that's right. That's right. We did go over this. Johnny Dawkins is Brutus the Barber Beefcake. (laughs) Starcade 94 for Brutus is Johnny Dawkins' uh, NIT
1: Championships. Oh, boy. Uh, but, yeah, we'll have a guest on next week. Yes. Um, so that'll be fun. There'll be the three of us talking. I'll probably mediate the two of you just because I don't think. I'll be fine. I'll be <laughs> on my best behavior. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so look out for that. Um, we're looking into probably getting some more people on this podcast, too, because I, I, I'm i pretty sure as a listener it might get boring just listening to the two of our voices. Yeah. So we're looking into getting some uh, s- some higher non Friends with us people yeah. on the show Or other friends with us Or maybe fr- other enter- friends with us enter-
2: Entertaining Yeah Yeah Entertainment so, is the biggest factor in this It thing, is it Probably is.
1: The reason we do this is to entertain We're looking And
2: at- you know to get our names out there yeah. So hopefully we can
1: get hired for something bigger <laughs> Yes Yes We're looking for the The Hawking Phoenix thumb up or thumbs down From the Gladiator <laughs> Yeah That's why that's why we're here We're in there right now oh, That guy's so hateable <laughs> in that movie <laughs> Great actor, by the way. Yeah. Outstanding actor. But that role, eh, he could have. He, he didn't need to play that role. Yeah. He's super-duper evil. <laughs> I,
2: I'm a big fan of Walk the Line, though. It's one of my favorite movies. That,
1: Her was a really good one, too. Yeah. He was, he was amazing in that one. Um, All right. We'll yeah, that wraps it up. Um, you know where to find us, uh, if you're listening to this, of course. Uh, and at Twitter, you can find me, at Rob11HWANG. You can find Trace at... Tracetravers3. And you can find ourselves at Golden Blogs or www.californiagoldenblogs.com. Yes, uh, there's a great piece up by now, up right now about Reef, about just the last home game of the season. Yes, um, if you have a chance, please go read He's it. he has been a fan
2: forever, yeah. So it's good to read something like yeah. that. It's like yeah. been around for longer than both of us. It combined. gives you
1: perspective. Yeah. It gives you perspective of what this year of Cal, Cal basketball has meant yeah. to a lot of people. It's been pretty transcendent, mm-hmm. to be honest. Uh, And then, of course, you can email us, uh, like all the people who have been emailing us questions, uh, at cgbbearcast at com. So please send us emails. We love getting your emails. Uh, If we don't reply to you, that doesn't mean we didn't read it. Uh, We read all of them. We do. We really do. Even the spam ones. I mean, we delete them immediately afterwards, (laughs) but we do read them for a second. Oddly enough, we do get a lot of spam emails. I don't don't understand this, but it just happens. Yeah. Yeah, um, hopefully, like
2: twist and sign a put our email on a bunch of like <laughs> sex sites or something. Kid friendly, yeah, kid friendly. Um, I, I saw her
1: a couple times <laughs> here. I think we're okay. Uh, all right, but that uh, wraps it up for us, uh, and uh, we will see you all next. Uh, you will hear us all next week. All right, and as always, go bears. Go bears.
0: You knew it. Why? you tell the story. What.